we had um, the area uh, manager for one of the insurers, Canada Guarantee. And he was actually saying that in Ottawa, this is just in Ottawa, the number of homes sold in Ottawa, uh, the percentage point, it was 20 to 22% of all homes in Ottawa have been, uh, have been over a million dollars this past year, this year. You're listening to the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast with your hosts, Paul Stevenson, David Warren, and Greg Campbell. Let's see what's going on in the world of real estate today. Hello and welcome back to Torep, the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast. We're here. We're back. We're back. Back. What's shaking? I am uh, Paul Stevenson. I host the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast with Greg Campbell and David Warren. We're into real estate. <laughs> I'm going to lead in like that. And today. I'm laughing. And I'm laughing as usual. As always. Uh, I'm one of the owners of Referral Mortgages, also a mortgage agent. Uh, David Warren is my partner, also a, a owner at Referral Mortgages and a mortgage agent. And Greg Campbell, realtor extraordinaire and managing director at the agency Ottawa. Gentlemen, how was the weekend? How is the week? Looking. Weekend was good. <laughs> Dave just looked like, yeah, I think we both had the same kind of weekend. Good weekend. Uh, lots of action. Um, lots of non-action as well. Mother's Day was nice. Spent some time with the fam. But um, yeah, I don't know. Dave, how was yours? Uh, great weekend. Friday, we had a uh, professional development day for our agents um in ottawa nice. at referral mortgages so we had about uh, 40 roughly of our agents out at the brook street for a great day of uh learning some good speakers some lender partners out to uh for some for a cocktail hour afterwards uh was, that was great and then opening weekend at the cottage guys for uh, kentucky derby and then uh, mother's day yesterday so it was a uh, a busy uh full weekend and paul you were part of that weekend too i imagine derby day Never miss it. Derby day. Uh, Derby day. Right. <clears throat> yeah, no, it was good. Mother's Day. Went to see my mom yesterday. Uh, shout out to all the mothers out there. I know there's a lot of uh, new ones in our circle too. And uh, Greg, I know you have a beautiful wife, two girls. So lots of uh, lots of happy mothers. Important important mothers around our lives. Very important. That, uh, deserve shout outs. So uh, shall we get into some real estate? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. So we're Toe here rep. for. Toe rep. Uh, so the week, what's, uh, we, Dave mentioned we had our professional development day. We had some really good, uh, speakers in there. One of which was, uh, one of our agents is actually a CFA and kind of financial planner. He was going over the rates as far as what's, uh, what's being projected as far as the bonds and <clears throat> just to, to explaining kind of the difference between what, uh, what moves each one, which I know we've talked about on the show many times. Uh, but lots of talk still about rates. Uh, increasing rates, uh, you know, alternative lenders and what's available to people if, uh, you know, if their finances are pinched and tighter situations and so on. So at some point we should uh, put together maybe a, a list of different alternative lenders and what that looks like as far as, I think, you know, we deal with obviously a multitude of lenders, but I think most people still think, and we talked about this recently, I think about the AAA, thinking that they have to try to get to that point where they're like, oh, well, I need a salaried income to buy a house and I need, you know, 20% down and like you don't in a lot of cases, you just need to know your finances and, and there is a solution out there. So I found it interesting, especially for some of our newer agents to kind of hear what impacts rates and, and what alternative solutions are out there for, for their clients. So it's uh, always good. Education is important. You know, education is important. Education is important. 
What are you saying, Greg? Numbers wise (laughs) at all times. Mm -hmm. Well, we've got the, um, we got the monthly market update for April. Uh, Steven's probably going to bring that up. I don't know if he's going to do that now or, or after the fact, here we go. It's right there. So, um, we have, I should know better. I should know better than to question that. So it's pretty interesting, right? And, and I was watching YouTube, a lot of YouTube videos this week, uh, this past week from different markets, different cities, and you know, the sales, the number of sales are down everywhere, but the number, the price is up. Mm. So everyone's like, you know, I've had people call me like, oh, the sales are down. It's happening now, bro. It's crashing. It's coming down. It's all over. Now, you know, for a residential home in Ottawa, the average price you can see here is 829000 <clears throat> Average 10 days on market. That's up. We talked about that last week on the show, yeah. which is bang on to what I had said. Um, number of sales down 23%. Um, condo sales up as well, 474,000, 10 days on market, which is down. That's interesting. There's probably some quick sales. Um, number of sales down 13%, 470. And that's Ottawa as a whole. So, I mean, what does that mean? It just means that people are, some people are putting on the brakes and there's way more inventory coming out. There's more inventory in Ottawa right now than there has been in the last five years at the same time. So, you know. It's a massive shift. Last five years. Past five years. Most inventory right now. Wow. Um, that we've seen at this time. So, I mean, what's happening? It's, it's balancing out. Could it shift into a buyer's market overnight? Maybe. I don't know if it'll happen super quickly like that, but it seems like all roads lead to that being sooner than later. Um, there's more, it's like I was saying to you guys earlier, I go out with buyers. Now you look at seven homes. He doesn't, they don't like any of them. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that that's happening right now, but in terms of the price, the price is up. The list price to sales ratio is, is still up again, down a little bit more than it was even last week. Now that Um, would be a, that would be a bit of a lagging indicator though, right? Sale price. Like I would imagine that if, Homes, you know, if the average days on market goes up to say 20 and the listings increase again and, uh, you know, the uh, percentage over asking decreases, like everything else shift kind of delayed, right? The, the sale price would be the last, to, the last to move. But what do you yeah. think? What do you think is causing like what? Why now are people listing all their homes? Obviously, COVID was the last two years. So there's probably a lot of people that didn't want people tramping through their homes and didn't want to deal with moving during COVID and so on. But what other indicators yep. do you think or what other factors would be in there that would cause it to be the highest in five years? You know, I think that I think that's a big one, Paul. The the people that have just been kind of waiting around to make a move are starting to put their homes on the market. I also think the classic uh, Ottawa, oh, I see the numbers going up now. They're really going up now. I'm going to list my house th- next week. And there's that too, right? Mm-hmm. Which, of course, causes it all to <laughs> balance out. That's the biggest mistake a lot of sellers make. But I think overall, there's that. Um, I think the rates, people are afraid that the market's going to drop and that they're not going to get the same kind of values they would for their house anymore. I think there's a little bit of fear in that. Um, But yeah, I mean, I I honestly think the biggest factor is that a lot of people that wanted to sell over the last couple of years, like you said, are just deciding to do it now. And And they're realizing also that there's more options for them. You know, that's why, that's why I would be selling. If I was selling, I'd be selling because there's more that I can go see. Mm -hmm. Like you were saying before last week, um, you're advising people to, to buy first or to list first 
and then buy because there's so much available yeah. on the market, right? Yeah. You know, I, I predict uh, in the next couple of months, probably about 15 days on market, maybe 20 days on market for listings by the end of the year, mm-hmm. potentially. Can't be yeah. sure. But, you know. I, I, think, I think that's great though, because we're getting more into a balanced market. You know, things will stabilize. We'll get uh, prices start averaging out as opposed to that, that skyrocket, which is great. Um, you know, giving, again, it's just getting more back into being able to get conditions, not having to rush through everything, mm-hmm. but more strategically having to, you know, having to strategically list or strategically buy um, if you're having to sell your home and put more thought into it, then it's just going to fly off the shelf on you. Um, well, yeah, man. And that's the thing. Like I have an amazing listing right now in Orleans and that's, it hasn't sold it's pretty yet. gangbusters. We, that's it's beautiful. It, <laughs> thanks. And how could you not buy is, it? It's on Glenlivet. It's on Glenlivet. How could a Scott Shaker not get that? <laughs> You know, and it's got a fountain. It, like it looks like it, it's Glen Glen Livet fountain. That's that's, yeah. that's what it should be. But yeah, it's beautiful. And we've had we've only had about we listed it at market value. We've only mm-hmm. had about uh, six six showings come through. Like I mean, I'm being totally transparent here. Like why not? So we've had about six showings. We had an open house on the weekend on Saturday. There was only a few people through. I think a lot of open houses this weekend were the same because the sun had just come out and it was the first real mm-hmm. weekend to be out doing stuff. Um, yeah. you know, but then again, it's a beautiful home, but it has a single car garage backyard has no rear, no direct facing neighbors, but it's, uh, it's a smaller backyard, but the property is like, it's stunning. And everybody that comes in, they're just like, wow, this is like such a beautiful home. But for that, uh, price point, uh, most of the people would like a double car garage. So it's a unique, it's a unique buyer. It, we'll it's interesting it, to say, but you say about price point. So there was, we were going through on, on, uh, on Friday on our development day, we had, um, the area, uh, manager for one of the insurers Canada guarantee. And he was actually saying that in Ottawa, this is just in Ottawa, the number of homes sold in Ottawa, uh, the percentage point, it was 20 to 22% of all homes in Ottawa have been, uh, have been over a million dollars this past this year yeah, for 20, sure 20% and so he was he was getting more he was getting into like he's on the insurer side where for those of you that don't know in order to put less than 20% down the highest your purchase price can be not loan amount your purchase price can be is $999,999 a dollar less than a million um, that's the that's the max your purchase price can be in order to put less than 20% down so um, it's getting into, he was talking about that market for the insured space is shrinking because not only in the markets like Vancouver and Ottawa, where you, most properties are not under a million that, that 20 to 22% in Ottawa that are selling are over a million. So there's that insured market where you have to be putting down 20% or more and that market's growing. So we are kind of, he was talking about how they're advocating, um, and really pushing to, for changes to, to increase that, um, you know, to one and a quarter million so that, you know, those people can, you know, whether it be first time home buyers or whatever, when you've got the average price point in an area, either exceeding that or close to it, it's restricting, you know, whether it be families or, you know, it sounds crazy of a first time home buyer buying a million dollar property, however, mm-hmm. multi-generational. And if that's the average price point in a Toronto or in an Ottawa, and we are getting, you know, we're getting up to that threshold. We're at 830,000 right now, but, um, and that's the, the average. So, um, you know, they're, they're really pushing for that little bit, 
bumping that to one and a quarter, if you will, based on just these statistics of, of it pushing so many, like, there's just so many transactions at those numbers, which is, um, which is really interesting. Another one um, that I thought was kind of, uh, I'm looking back at my notes right now from, from last week and, and that uh, kind of on the, the idea of, of uh, um, numbers that 85% of um, submissions or deals that they did at Canada Guarantee, and they're, the, uh, they're one of the three uh, insurers, 85% had people at credit scores over 725. So really strong credit. Um, no issues there, things like that. And, and that average of, of they're seeing that market continuing to increase in the million dollar space and, and exceeding that on a regular basis. So it'd be interesting to see how, how that goes and how the insurers also kind of align accordingly. Do you, yeah. Are you seeing that space? Like, you know, obviously this Glenlivet property, I would imagine the list price is at or over a million. Or well, well over. Well, it's I didn't, not, it's I didn't nine. We're it. at nine sixty. We're at nine sixty, and the reason is, is because the way, for example, six weeks ago probably would have been over a million. Mm-hmm. And when I when I met my sellers and we went in and started the conversation, I explained to them. I said, "This is what I think right now." I go, "But when we get on the market, I go, it's it's going to be a different ballgame." And they listened. They were very aware of what's happening, so it's been it's been pretty easy to you know to navigate that and have the right conversations, but. You know, the, one of the main reasons was is because there was two that are listed just at a million. They've been on the market for, for uh, almost three weeks now, haven't mm-hmm. sold. Not as nice as this one, but they are, they're four bedrooms, four baths, mm-hmm. double car garage. So I was kind of like, hey, if these are sitting, then we got to be under that. We're still kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, priced, I think, competitively with all the bells and whistles that this has. But uh, yeah. yeah, so I mean... I, it's so hard to say because you still see those ones hitting high numbers. But I think as usual, we've talked about this before, when the market changes, the top and the bottom are the first ones to shift and the middle kind of mm-hmm. stays until a little bit later, you know, but it's like the low, yeah. the low budget condos, the town condos, they get hit first. Then the upper mm-hmm. price point gets hit first because people started being like, okay, well, maybe we don't need to spend that much money if it gets totally out of control. And the middle kind of just shifts in the end. Cause I mean, the hot, market is still towns right like i mean on my street there's like a bunch sold in the last two weeks seven between seven and 750 and last year they were capping at 675 so you know when i saw that at 750 it's like okay that's that's a lot for a 2300 square foot town end unit (laughs) it's a lot of money in orleans yeah But it's that difference between like when you've got that $150,000, $200,000 difference between Absolutely. That, that town to a single family. Um, it's more, you know, it's well more attainable from a, just from yeah. a pricing standpoint. Speaking of, uh, speaking of condos and to kind of pivot it, I know that uh, somebody's asked a couple of times about uh, a specific condo in general, um, the new Claridge in Hindenburg. Um, it's right over the bridge at, uh, at Somerset where you know, it's kind of about to turn into Hindenburg and turn into to Wellington. Um, I don't know if uh, if we want to bring that up. Just you know, where it's Have okay. It you know, for, for those that are for the for those you know that are looking at it, it's a, it's by near the uh, actually it's right over the bridge um, over the O train line, getting into Hindenburg, and they're just asking about that development in general. Um, it's under pre construction. They've they've got the cell center up. Um, there's a great site. For those that are looking at um, uh, that are looking at um, 
condos or developments in general, uh, buzz, buzz homes. And I don't know, Stephen, if you can bring up that link, um, for this development in general that, uh, but, uh, but when you go on, you can bring up the entire city and it'll, just, it'll allow you to zoom in on, on any area and, and what has been approved or slated for development in that specific area. Um, so, you know, going on there and it, it'll tell you what the price points are and all that. It's a great site for those that uh, have never been on it. Um, so this is mm-hmm. showing for that specific condo fall, winter, 2024 price points of uh, 420 up to 1.3 million. Uh, you know, it's got an average square f- price per square foot of, of eight fifty three is what it's showing. Um, yeah. So I know the sales center's up. There's uh, other than that, you know, Hindenburg continues to be a really popular area and, and growing. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, there is some, de- you know, other <laughs> condos and stuff to, developing along there, along the O-Train line, great area. Um, but yeah, for, for those looking for specific information on any developments or condos, certainly I would uh, employ you to check out that, uh, that site, just Google buzz, buzz homes, and you can just search Ottawa and it'll bring up that direct link to, uh, to them. Yeah. So his, his question specifically was, uh, was around that, but then he was also asking, uh, he says, is there, or will there be a push for condos since the rates are climbing townhouses are pushing people out of the game. And then he was kind of following that up with the Hintonburg question. So with the way things are going and, and Greg, you, you probably have a, a bit more privy to the numbers, but, what, uh, where do you see people when you're talking to them as far as looking for homes? Are people a little more open to, to the condo angle now, or are they still wanting that single no. family? No, it's lifestyle. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. all it is. There's, it's complete lifestyle. If you want a townhome and you can't buy it, you're going to move further out into a townhome mm-hmm. or into a detached home for the same price as a townhome in Ottawa. You're going to go to Rockland. You're going to go, yeah. you know, Munster, Richmond. Well, maybe not Munster. It's a little bit small right now, but it's growing. Uh, but yeah, Richmond, <clears throat> you know, you get out to Almont. Depends. I'm, I'm finding that more people are inclined to move out, especially people that are working from home. Um, I, I, I know tons of people that have moved to Rockland. And I'm working with people that are looking in Rockland right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, in terms of switching from townhome to condo, that's no. Because it's a t- completely different type of buyer. Um that's, that's it. Yeah. You know, if somebody that's wanting space or wanting a small yard or, or, you know, they're going to be like moving, moving further out, it's definitely a different, you know, you're looking at a two bedroom max on a condo. So it's, it's way different lifestyle. I mean, um, if you're talking, Hamlet. if you're talking about someone who's looking at, at a townhome in the city, then mm-hmm. maybe, you know, that's, that's a different market, but in general, no. Yeah, Ottawa hasn't really adopted the condos the same way. You know, Toronto is pretty much built stacked on condos on condos on condos. But it seems to you, like you said, it's a definitely a lifestyle. And I feel like here people still expect to not have that confined space if they're if they're buying a property for seven hundred grand or eight hundred. Ottawa's Ottawa has been predominantly a driving city because we've had no subway, we've had no proper like. Mm quick transit obviously you know the intention and the hope is that lrt you know does fix that and i think and then once that's there and people can travel across the city and to the airport and and whatnot that 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 condo you know then condos become more uh, desirable because you're not mm-hmm. needing a car whereas right now you get a condo you still can't walk and grab public transit that easily to get anywhere efficiently you're still having to drive and and that becomes an added expense or, or more of a challenge too it's a very good point. Yeah. That's, a, that's another interesting comment. Just thinking about that, you know, like I was in Rockland the other day for a party and uh, with some friends and the biggest 
conversation was how now like the ones that work in the city, the price of gas, <clears throat> you know, and these guys got trucks. <laughs> They're just oh, like, man, yeah. it's like, it's crazy. So, you know, maybe things will shift mm -hmm. a bit in that. If it keeps, if it stays the same or goes up, it's hard to predict like gas fuel prices ongoing. Mm -hmm. But I mean, after a year, somebody in Rockland might, might want to come into the city to buy something due to the fuel price. If they're keeping track of everything, seeing what the difference is, I that's an interesting thought. Yeah. I think, I think dollars a liter isn't good for trucks. <laughs> And, and diesel's yeah. way up so the guys yeah. <laughs> these guys got huge trucks they got diesel because it was cheaper now diesel's through the roof and they're just hating yeah it's yeah. like three hundred dollars to build their tank. Yeah, that's exactly right three bills yeah. crazy i just want to go back to toronto for a second uh, I, I don't have the name of the building i saw it the other day we should try to find it for next week but uh 76 stories i think it, uh being built for uh 2025 Right across wow. from the CN Tower, I think. Two towers. Crazy. Have they crazy. started that already? I think they're about to. I don't know. I just I saw a quick thing. I glanced at it and I figured I'd be able to find it easily. Can't find it. Anyways. Should have saved it for Torep, boys. Didn't do that. <laughs> wasn't wasn't thinking, apparently. It's Monday. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. We'll forgive yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we're not, we, we're not uh, Toronto market anyways, right? We're the Ottawa real nope. estate podcast. Why do I care about 76 stories in Toronto? I just think it's interesting. So the, the one thing I will say on that, uh, oh, there we go, um, is uh, I was speaking to a builder. <laughs> Steven, um, there you go. I was speaking to a developer that uh, is right now, um, he's building three towers downtown Ottawa, and he's got a number of buildings in uh, Vancouver and whatnot. And one interesting comment, because he's he's got a large story i think he's in the 50 stories 60 stories in toronto right now he's building one and he was telling me that the amount of days you actually lose to weather though when you get up that high he said it's crazy he said because as soon as you have any rain wind um cool like even just a breeze at like that high yeah. up it, it shuts your project down so it takes so much longer to get your build done than sh than shorter stories I thought that was interesting. I never, I never considered it. Never thought of that. Up that when you're up that high, any wind, it really kind of it, it really moves things, and and you can't have your workers on site. It needs to be like still calm days. <laughs> Hence the Claridge icon. Yeah, Carling and yeah. Preston, right? <clears throat> yeah, probably had some weather yeah. issues. Um, but, uh, I don't know. Who, <clears throat> anything else to say? Or are we just mood boosting? I think we just get into the mood boost. Was that a good show? Are we giving people value? <laughs> <laughs> they like that. I don't, like know if I, I don't know if I spoke today. I'm just just listening, just just absorbing all the content. Well, speak now. Mood boost. I'm, yeah, I'm just here for the mood boost. <laughs> Intro and mood boost. Uh, we were actually with one of the one of the guys we were with for uh, for Derby Day. Was telling us like, oh, guys, he's like, I love listening to your show. He's like, but I really check out as soon as you guys start sliding in the mood boost. I'm out. I'm like, all right. <laughs> we know we know our audience. Uh, all right, number one, I got three here. Um, there's a fine line between a numerator and a denominator. That's that's the whole joke. That's the, oh right, uh, yeah, uh, wow. fine, yeah, minute. Math. <laughs> Math on a Monday. Uh, number Monday two, now. the wedding was so beautiful, even the cake was in tears. Oh, wow. 
Wow. Wow. And uh, last but not least, there's a new type of broom out. It's sweeping the nation. I like it. Oh, you didn't even get a smirk out of Greg on that one. He didn't even know. <laughs> he actually looked down in disgust. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking he's, down because I just realized that I... Ha- <laughs> Like wow, I'm wasting my time because I, I have I have a mood boost. That's why I have a mood boost. Oh, there we go. I forgot Let's about it, it until halfway through it. the thing. Did you hear about the new? Start over again. Wow, I can't I can't even do one. I'm so nervous. It's my first time. <laughs> Did you hear about the new movie Constipation? It hasn't come out yet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, getting filthy. Wow. <laughs> Woo. That's what we there call a dirty go. joke. <laughs> awesome. Hope, well, thanks for anyone who's still listening after uh, <laughs> after that session. Oh my god! Uh, thanks to yeah. North Brew as well. I don't know why, but they keep sponsoring us as a coffee sponsor. Uh, if you go to uh, northbrew.ca and use the promo code podcast, they will give you twenty percent off your coffee order. Every one, every coffee order. Uh, Shoutouts to referral mortgages. Shoutouts to the agency. Shoutouts to Stephen Hopkins' video. And uh, thank you to all of our listeners. Make sure to subscribe, like, share, review, comment, unsubscribe, whatever. Whatever you, <laughs> whatever you need to do. Uh, but thank you, either way. <laughs> See you guys next week. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe because we'd really like that.